All right. Welcome back to the Face Off Spot. This is your host, Adam Larson, and you're tuned into a very special live episode of the Face Off Spot. Uh, as always, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Rubes Brews. You can check them out on Instagram, Facebook, get the beers, Rubes Brews. All right. Well, hey, uh, so I should tell everybody what we're doing tonight. If you hear some noise behind us, it's because we're recording live from the Mansfield Star Center, which uh, if anybody knows me, they know I spend a lot of time here. But uh, we got a big charity game tonight between the Dallas Warriors and the Fort Worth Patriots. Uh, so anyway, the uh, building's already starting to get a little packed. But uh, we have a couple guys here from the Fort Worth Patriots. And we're going to try and track down some uh, Dallas Warriors here as well. Um, but we're just here with these guys to try and uh, catch up before they have to get dressed. Uh, they gave us uh, two brothers, and one of them's a goalie. So I'm going to try and make this uh, nice and sweet and short so that he has time uh, to get dressed and put on all, the, all that uh, heavy equipment. But we have the Purvis brothers here. We have Chris and Kyle. Uh, boys, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having us. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. So uh, what, are, what, are, what are we looking at tonight? Um, I usually uh, I usually do a bit of a description before the game about like what's happening or, or uh, you know, uh, give information about it. But I feel like it usually comes best from the people that are uh, competing in the game itself. So can you kind of give the listeners an idea of what's going on tonight? Uh, what are we about to see? Who are the teams? And uh, yeah, uh, either one of you can uh, can go. Yeah, so um, actually you were at the last charity game we did back I in was. February, March, something like that. It was a lot of fun. Yep. Um, so we have the Dallas Warriors, which is a nonprofit 501c3 disabled veterans hockey team. Um, and we also have the Fourth Patriots, which is a 501c3 um, active duty military and veteran team. You don't have to be disabled to play with us. Yes. Um, <clears throat> I currently am participating in both teams. Um, mm -hmm. It seems for these charity events, I always end up on Fourth Patriots. So. Yeah. Um, should see a good game. Yeah. Um, we're doing a, this game is going to be for the, uh, homeless veteran services of Dallas to raise money for them and, uh, their organization, what they have going on. Yeah. This is a really good cause. Well, Hey, great. Uh, and I'm really excited about this because, um, I almost feel like, uh, well, this isn't my first rodeo, but, uh, Corby and I, we did our first live show at Farmer's Branch, I believe, and it was it was a game. It, it was the Fort Worth Patriots. It was Dallas Warriors. We had a great time. Um, but I feel like now you're kind of in you're in my home now. You're in the Mansfield rink, and I, I'm excited that you guys could come here. Uh, I tried to make sure that the ice looked good for you guys. I'm hoping that uh, I'm hoping that the pl the puck stays flat, and I'm hoping uh, obviously that everybody has a good time tonight. But uh, anyway, let's get kind of into uh, the story of uh, the brothers here. So. Uh, we have Chris and Kyle. Uh, so which one's a goalie? You're sorry. You guys look so similar. It's hard to tell. I, I talked to one of you guys, but then I forget which one I talked to. Yeah, Chris, I'm the goalie. Okay. So Chris is the goalie and you are a uh, regular, if I can call you that, um, at the, the Mansfield noon skate. Are you not? I get out there as much as I can. It's my favorite skate of the week. Well, I, I just really will. We, I should say we, not just the rink, but the the Mansfield hockey community, we appreciate when goalies show up, and especially for the uh, the Friday noon skate is my favorite. I know I talk a lot of, about it a lot on the podcast, but uh, hopefully you understand kind of like the I'm not fibbing, and it's a, it's just a bunch of really good guys that, uh, when I say good guys, I mean good character guys. Everybody has a good time. The guys show up week after week, and we've kind of just created this little club, and uh, it's one of those things, if you just keep showing up, you get to meet people. There's Golden. Golden Kalachi is in the building. Gave me a little, what would you call that? A, a nipple tug, a, a twist, pinch, yeah, a little twist. 
Uh, I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't expect anything less, though. Um, At least shirt was on this time. Yeah, no. Uh, he's looking confident, though. Would you say? I mean, if you're if you're Does gonna he never look confident. If you if you if you're if you're gonna if you're gonna come up and do just right straight to the nipple twist, I think that's a lot of confidence. Is he uh, is he Dallas Warriors tonight? Uh, yeah, he is. Um, I think that nipple twist was directly to you, though. So well, no, it, it was something there. It, though, there was something there, and it, the thing is, is people show up at my apartment and we record for an hour or so. I didn't but think pe- that was that kind of podcast. But, pe- but people don't know what happens, you know, in between before we you know start recording. Uh, so that nipple twist may uh, it may mean something, but I'll have to double check with him real quick. But uh, anyway, so we went over. I'm sorry. So Chris is the goalie. Yes. So this is, and you guys sound a lot alike too. It's it's crazy. Uh, but anyway, so Kyle is not a goalie. You don't come to the Friday afternoon skates at Mansfield. Is there any way that we can convince him to start I've been coming? Trying. It's a great. It's too, it's too far away. It's but but the thing is, I'm sure your brother. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and volunteer your services here. Your brother would pick you up, and I'm sure he would take you. It'd be a good bonding opportunity. I don't know if you guys spend enough time together. Uh, well, se- se- seems like you do, but. Uh, Anyway, I want to kind of get into real quick how uh, I want to do kind of like a very short version of an episode if I can. Uh, But I want to talk about how you guys started playing hockey. Um, So do you want to go ahead, uh, if you don't mind, Kyle? Sure. Yeah, we uh, grew up in upstate New York. um, Oh, okay. Hockey up there. Uh, We were lucky enough to be right near a college. Yeah. Had hockey. They played near us. So, you know, a lot of youth teams and stuff around there. so just kind of parents put us in skating and then moved up to hockey and, you know, played five or six years in upstate New York. Yeah. Moved down to Pennsylvania, played there for a little bit, and then actually took a 20-year hiatus. Yeah. And uh, started up about a year and a half ago together. You know, right. Well, always hey. done it together, so. Well, uh, so yeah, were, were your coaches trying to, like, uh, put you on lines together? I mean, were they trying to force it? Uh, did you guys work good together? Because I'm assuming you didn't play goalie. Uh, starting off, correct? I started playing goalies seven months ago. Oh, okay. So you're, you're okay. Yeah. So similar to Rubes, Rubes yeah. started a few years ago, but uh, I will say that you're very good, especially for only starting that long ago, because it's a very hard position to learn. It's easier to get better when you come out and face B-level skaters on Friday at noon at Mansfield. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, well, hey, t- in all honesty, though, there there is a lot of truth to that, because you're facing, um, I-, I would say, more accurate shooters, but at the same time, like, um, if you, if you're playing a higher competition, even more so as a goalie, and and then you come down, like it's almost like you're you're getting that practice time in. Um, well, anyway, oh Corby's here, Corby. So you always got to assume that Corby is going to be about 15 to 20 minutes late. He's 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 about 17 minutes late at this point. There's uh, always one or two of those guys. Yeah, it's just you know, but there's there's things though that if you're on top of your game, you expect things to happen. I thought he might be a little bit late, but uh, anyway. Boys, I'm not trying to hold you up any further. I know that you have a lot of stuff to put on, and I know that the game starts at 6 o'clock, but you guys are touching the ice at 5.45. Um, anything that you guys have to uh, have to say before you go? Because I don't want to keep you any longer. Well, you know, we have these charity games. It's probably going to be about every six months or so now. So, you yep. know, anyone listening, if you see something on Facebook, we usually post quite a bit. You know, try and come on out, support Veterans, you know, we always do a veteran cause, whether it's 22 Kill or UHL or um, the Homeless Veterans Society of Dallas here. So just come on out and, and seek us some good hockey and donate. Hey, no, there you go. And, that, and that's why we're here. We're here to uh, watch some good hockey and uh, to raise awareness. But uh, anyway, uh, what, what you got? Are you good? Uh, yeah. I, and if anybody's thinking about coming out and wanting to learn hockey but don't have any of the gear, 
Get in touch with the Dallas Warriors. We have a storage unit full of gear yeah. that you don't have to drop a ton of money to figure out if you love the sport or not. Right. Hey, no, and that's uh, that's usually the hardest entryway into the sport is buying the gear because it does get expensive, but uh, it's a great way to do it. And always feel free to uh, reach out. We will post some links below uh, about uh, ways that they can uh, get a hold of you guys. But Purvis Brothers, uh, I appreciate you both. Uh, you need to get your brother out for the noon Mansfield, though. He's no, got, you got to, I know it's a little far away, but we just we <laughs> got to get him out once. If he comes out once, then he'll be out again. All right, man. All, All right. right. Thanks. Hey. Appreciate All it. Right. Thanks, boys. All right. Hey, have a good game, boys. Thanks. All right. Now we're on to the portion where we are going with the Dallas Warriors. They have given us two of their players to talk to today. Um, I'm sorry. I forgot to get both of your names beforehand. Um, can you please introduce yourself? Because I uh, am terribly unorganized at this point. Timothy Kellner. Okay. Nathan Bree. Nathan Bree. Okay. Um, so, guys, um, I'm going to ask you the same thing that I, uh, that I asked the other guys earlier from the uh, Fort Worth Patriots. Um, what are you guys doing here? Um, we know this is obviously a charity game, but can you talk a little bit about um, why we're playing this game and who it's for? I think it's just kind of a, a competition between you, you know, like that the brotherhood. Yeah, I, I've always trying to, I've always trying to, you know, just keep that competition alive and yeah, uh, kind of a friendly game. Right. While, while well, so, well, because there's some people that play for both teams. So there's people that play like Russ. Uh, they play for both the, uh, we, they play for the Patriots and the Warriors. Not saying there's anything wrong with that, um, but we know that there's obviously competition there. Um, but as far as uh, who we're raising money for. Uh, as far as the, because I believe it's the homeless uh, veterans. Um, I don't want to get this wrong, um, but we're raising money for homeless veterans. Mm -hmm. Of okay. Dallas. Okay, uh, of Dallas. Cool, cool, cool. All right. Well, hey, uh, so I must say, though, that uh, Mr. Kellner, uh, we have actually done a, a lesson together. So I know you. Yes. Yes, yes we have. And, and, and it's and, helped tremendously. And, and you have also, you, uh, I, you used to, I, I hope that you come back and do it, but you were a regular at the uh, Mansfield Noon Skate on Fridays, which I'm a huge fan of. And uh, obviously, and I hope this isn't uh, any, at your expense at any point, but um, it was obvious that when you first started coming out, you were kind of just starting out, but you kept showing up every week and every week and every week, and you got better every time that you came out and you just stuck with it. And, and now you feel comfortable for the most part. Am I correct? Very much so. I've been skating for four months. From the first time I stepped on the ice until now, yeah. it's only been four months. Yeah. And it's tremendously different. Yeah. I'm actually getting down the ice a lot quicker. Just the lesson that I uh, took with you. Yeah. I'm standing up more. I'm not falling on my face near as much. I'm actually starting to skate backwards, which for me is tremendous. Yeah. Um, from 21 years in the military, I have some injuries where I don't really feel my left leg. Yeah. So actually getting the balance to skate backwards is challenging to say the least yeah yeah so the lessons that you gave me already is helping well and, and the cool thing is is like obviously at this point in your life you've gone through things that were very challenging both physically and mentally but now you're kind of doing something that um i don't know not everybody is really excited to uh necessarily learn there's a lot of people that are hesitant I've always to do that this. are hesitant to learn the game but part of that is just falling on your face for a little while and there's nothing wrong with that or and starting anything new yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And my if head, you, my elbows. Yeah. And... Well, you know, you just, uh, but part of it's just <laughs> learning how to fall, I feel like. That's like at the, at the beginning, it's just like, okay. But it also gets into like bending your knees. Like I was telling you, if you bend your knees, you're technically lower and closer to the ice and the fall won't hurt you as much. So it's kind of mutually beneficial if you can just uh, bend your knees a little bit. But uh, I just want to real quick, because I know you guys need to get into the locker room before you step out on the ice at 545. Um, but can you kind of talk about 
how you got started in hockey. Um, and and uh, I know that uh, it might not be that long ago, but can we kind of just go over uh, where it was and, and how it was? Can we rewind from this point? And can you guys talk about uh, how you got uh, interested in the game? Sure. So uh, I, I started when I was about uh, 12 years old, mm-hmm. uh, playing at local rinks and going to the Bedford Boys Ranch and playing roller hockey. There you go. Yeah, I've heard about that. And then uh, when I went to high school, I played a little bit in high school um, and then just kind of hung up the skates after that and, you know, started living life again and came back to it and figured, uh, you know, I love the sport. Yep. Um, I've always loved it ever since I started playing. So I've, so, cause I always, I, I always ask this question whenever this is kind of uh, the situation, but how long do you think that it took you to get comfortable again, being out on the ice? Six, uh, five, six months, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Just to where you really felt like, because uh, at the end of the day, you kind of know where you need to be and what you need to do, but you're you might not able to actually do it because your body hasn't, uh, uh, fired those, uh, knock uh the rust off. right. Yeah. 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 You gotta, you gotta knock that off. But uh, what a lot of people do is they come out and they get frustrated and then they don't come out again for that second skate. So it's all, oh, I always like when anybody can kind of push through, uh, cause it kind of humbles you a little bit to be like, yeah, you have to continue to do this in order to stay, you know, stay good. But, uh, I'm really glad that you guys did that. Um, all right. So I'm going to give you guys a couple, uh, uh, quick, uh, quick predictions. What's going to happen tonight? Uh, who's going to win? I mean, I know you guys are obviously a little biased. Here, Everybody but, wins but, tonight. It's a charity game. Oh, yeah. there we go. That's the answer. Okay. Yeah. That's it. See, I was trying to, I was trying to be kind of a mean guy and, uh, <laughs> uh pitch you guys against each other, but, uh, you saw through it and, and I definitely appreciate that, but, uh, I'll send you guys back to your locker rooms, but is there anything that, uh, you need to leave us with, uh, any, uh, sort of shout out, anything you guys, uh, have to say to anybody out there? Um, yeah, just, just hope that, you know, there's some, some good donations from this game and, yep. and that it, it actually, you know, works to help to contribute the, the homeless. Yeah, there we go. And that's Any a, veterans that are out there that need help, reach out and get help. Right. Oh, yeah. We're out here for you. Cool, oh, cool. Yeah. And can you tell them uh, how they can reach out to uh, Dallas Warriors? Because I usually like to give them either like a website or a way to get a hold or just Facebook. Uh, you can Facebook, find them online. There's also media. other organizations online. It doesn't matter what organization it is. Just reach out to somebody. There's the suicide hotline, yeah. whatever it is that you need. Hey. Reach out, get help. Well, that's awesome. Uh, I still don't know. Corby and I kind of do this thing where we uh, both pick a team, but it's getting harder now that I'm getting to like meet more of you guys because uh, now it's going to be harder for me uh, to pick. You're not allowed to talk yet, Corby, because I didn't introduce you. <laughs> I'm yet. still not talking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just forgot to introduce you. So Corby's here, though. All right. Well, hey, guys, uh, get back to your locker rooms. Join the boys. And uh, I wish you guys the best of luck unless I decide to bet against you. And then in which case, I still hope you guys do well. And I hope uh, I hope it's a great night. Thank you. you. All right. Hey, thanks, boys. All right. And we are back with the uh, I guess we'll call this the uh, beginning of the game. We're about four minutes out from uh, warm ups here. And uh, we uh, we had a couple of Dallas uh, Dallas Warriors. We had a couple of Fort Worth Patriots on the show um, just to kind of give a a little bit of an introduction into what's going on tonight. Um, But I failed to mention that I have my uh, I'm going to go ahead and say my my favorite live uh, live guest whenever we do these live things. Um, I kind of just like to get together with my buddy who gets busy. Um, he's got a family now, a small, beautiful family. Um, and I don't, don't get to see him that often, but when we have these opportunities to, uh, come and do a live show for a charity type situation, like we are today, I like to have on my good buddy, uh, Corby and Tropic Corby. Thank you so much for coming on. What's going on, Adam? Uh, you know, I just, I felt like we should just run it back and do it again because, uh, as you remember, we did our first live show. 
It was Dallas Warriors and Fort Worth Patriots. And we had a good time. We didn't know what we were getting into. We had a bunch of technical difficulties. We saw it through. And then we ended up on the other side of it. Yeah, and that was an away game too. This is a home game. For <laughs> this you. is a home game. We had to go all the way up to Farmers Branch before. Now I just get to stroll down about five minutes down the street, and then I'm in Mansfield. Uh, but anyway, I, I uh, I've kind of taken it almost. Uh, I know personally isn't the word that I'm looking for, but I almost felt like okay, the, these are the these are the boys I've been talking to for a long time. Uh, some of them haven't been down to the Mansfield rink, so I wanted to make sure that uh, that everything was good for them. But uh, I'm really glad that they. Decided to do one of these because uh, Mansfield is not the closest rink to a lot of these guys. No, but it's definitely the cleanest, the newest. Yeah. And it has the best ice. I mean, I am extremely biased when it comes to this, but I really tried to make sure that we put out a good sheet for them. uh, And I'm hoping that that puck just stays flat the whole time. I think that it will. Um, you know, I put, I put, I put a little, little work into making sure that it's good for them today, but I hope it's good on, on average. I hope it's good most of the time. As you always do here. I try. <laughs> I try. Well, it's because I spend I spend a lot of time out on the ice. So I am always having to constantly look at it. And if I don't think that a certain section of it is good or up to speed, then it's kind of like a, it's like an, I'm not OCD on a lot of things, but it's like a weird thing that I'm OCD with. Yeah. The ice whisperer. Yeah. Well, you got, you got to, you got to try, you got to try and uh, keep it as flat as possible, as even as possible. But uh, anyway, so we're about a couple minutes out from this game getting started, but I, I just wanted to kind of catch up. Um, whenever you come on or anytime I have a chance to kind of get an update uh, onto your child, um, I'm assuming that he's already swimming and super into uh, uh, water. Po- it's water polo, right? Uh, he is not yet. He's not into he water polo. Swimming okay, and, yeah. Uh, a lot of swimming. That's the only sport he's into right now. Yeah, uh, and he is how old? He's 11 months. 11 months. Uh, has, so. has spent a lot more time uh, hanging out with mom in the pool than uh, Corby out on the ice rink. Uh, but. I, fi- I feel like this is a personal mission of mine to make sure that uh and i i, I hope he plays both um cal Meese, thank you oh cal Meese is in the house hey i'm rooting for dallas warriors i'm re- i'm rooting for dallas warriors i'm rooting for you hey uh drop by afterwards yes, i do want to talk to you cal Meese, uh on the show there we go adam for governor all right there we go all right hey so we have cal Meese. uh so i'm gonna be uh i'm dallas warriors now because i told cal Meese i'm dallas warriors Okay. So are well, you, I guess I'm. I feel like I let you. Pick, I feel like I let you pick uh, the first time, and I think I I picked no I no I picked Dallas Warriors the first time. I don't know yeah. if you remember because well, they lost. I know Vogel and Vogel's probably going to net three or four. So oh I'm no, so so Patriots. he he's definitely Patriots. Yes. He's, he's definitely That's what I'm saying. I'm going Patriots. You just said you're going Warriors. Okay, good, good. All right, good, good. All right, so, so we'll see here. So uh, uh, Dale did come on the show. Um, him and uh, Ryan Young. Uh, so Ryan Young is of the uh, Dallas Warriors, but they both came on the show, came into the apartment. We had a, a wonderful podcast, um, both wonderful people. But uh, I, I, I want to get I almost feel like um, Dale should have had his own episode because he and they were both very, very good. But, um, you know, he uh, played in Pennsylvania. Yeah, uh, he uh, you know played juniors up there back in the back in the junior B days when it in was uh, when it was heavy when it was heavy juniors when you had to you know really stick up for yourself. Um, but anyway, super 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 nice did, guy. Where did Dash play? I don't know. I kind of so he's the only person that like I feel like I know a lot of people that know him. Uh, I do believe that I put a small wager that he was going to score That's last time. Yeah, uh, and last he, game. He that did not. Uh, do, are are you wanting to make any sort of similar bet? No. No? Okay. All right. Do you see anybody out there that you think, but do you think Dale will score? 
Yeah, I got, I got, I just told you, I got Dale pot in three or four tonight. Three. Well, okay. I think we have to pick a number and then I think I have to pick a guy. And uh, so I have a team and then you have a team and then you have a goal scorer and I have a goal scorer. Okay. Well, we both have our teams. Okay. You have your goal scorer. You already cho chose Cal. I didn't choose Cal as goal scorer. He okay. plays defense. Okay. Well, pick your guy. All right. Uh, so you picked Dale. Uh, I'm looking over at Dallas Warriors right now. I'm trying to figure out who I know. I think Dash is due on the white team, but I like. Oh, he's definitely I know Dale's going to right. yeah, yeah, yeah. a couple breakaways. He's a, he's a far blue guy. So. Oh, so he he's uh, he's, he's playing he, forward. He's a little further ahead of the ahead of the play. Yeah. Well, nothing wrong with that. No, nothing wrong with that at all. Um, so here's the tricky part: is I feel like now that I'm looking up, I don't. No, you know what? Here's what I'm going to do because I'm going to stick to my guns. I'm going Cal Meese. Okay. Cal Meese. There you go. How do you feel about that? Good luck. <laughs> yeah. So are you saying that there's not a chance that you no, could I'm just, just saying like, Cal's more of a defensive zone style player? I think so, but I think it's one of those to where like even if you end up winning this bet, it's like, okay, cool, Corby. But if I win this bet, super awesome, Adam. All right, well, let's do it. Like the expectations. What are, are we wagering? A six pack? I uh, got no. hey, uh what should we wager? I feel like uh I feel like I already owe you a lot for all the No, uh, well, the six pack's good. Six pack. Good. Okay, so yeah. all right, we are betting on the uh, next podcast. Six pack. I think that we uh, we bet something about chugging a beer on the last one. Uh which yeah, I don't but nobody I, won. I don't think that yeah, I, I don't think that ended up uh ended up getting paid out here. Um all right. Well, um everybody has their sticks. I don't know if you remember last time, but there was uh the guy that came out on the ice first didn't have a stick. Uh so we were a little a little concerned about that, but everybody seems to have their stick. Um they are going to have a puck drop and there's also a chance Corby, I didn't let you know this, um but there's a chance that we will be talking to the uh the singer of the uh national anthem. Oh, neat. Yeah, so I don't know anything about uh singing or uh it might be outside of my wheelhouse if you will. Um, but we're going to get through it. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. Okay, well, good, good, uh, good. Is, is there a Russ Lust sighting? No, so here's the thing is I guess oh, Russ is in uh, Michigan. Oh, so he is, he is uh, for some reason or another. He's always uh, somewhere except for where the hockey is. Yeah, I don't think that uh, he – I don't think he's injured at this point, though, uh, in his life. Uh, uh, if anybody doesn't know, Russ, uh, he's gotten uh, injured doing some kind of random normal things that normal people do. Uh, I believe he was swimming uh, and got injured. I believe he was just walking upright like a normal human being uh, seemed to get injured. Um, but I was hoping that he was going to be here tonight. Um, I've seen him get injured in flip-flops walking. But I think I feel like flip-flops might just be, uh, they might be a little dangerous here. Um, all right, so what do we got going on? So we're going to go three periods. So there's some of these that go two halves. There's some of these that go three periods. This is going to be a three-period uh, three period minute period. Oh, no, nah, they're going to, yeah, they're going to switch it to switch it to the 10. Uh, so Corby, I do have to ask you real quick cause I haven't talked to you in a while. Yeah. Um, so what, what, what's going on with your, uh, men's league career right now? Uh, are you playing? Uh, cause I think you're playing, but where are you playing? Who are you uh, it, playing with? It's, it's pretty much non-existent right now. Non-existent. You can't get on a roster. No, I just didn't. Uh, I just took off this session because I couldn't, uh, commit with the family right now. Well, so. it's, uh, it's really important that you, uh, uh, commit first and foremost to your family, uh, which I do think is important. Oh yeah, for sure. We're but, doing that. That's obviously why I'm not playing. Yeah. And I, I, I'm, I'm just happy that you were here because, uh, I did want to bring up the fact that I, I sent you a reminder, uh, I don't know, maybe every five days about maybe 
just to make sure. Oh yeah, for just, sure. Just to make sure. I wrote it on the calendar with you on the phone. Though, yeah, so but I, I felt like I just needed to make sure. But to be honest with you, I should have just assumed that when you said that you'd talked to your wife and she said that it was okay, that I didn't need to remind you anymore. Is that fair? Correct. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But uh, you got it. Uh, you got it dealt with her, which is good. Um, all right. Well, good. Yeah, we're all good now. Yeah. Well, uh, before the game gets started, and uh, because this is something that I've wanted to, uh, I've wanted to talk to you about because this doesn't happen all the time. Um, and this isn't a super huge uh, NHL podcast, but at this point, I did want to kind of get your uh, your opinions on some of the moves. There's been a lot of moves. There's been a lot of things happening. Can you give me uh, what you think the best move was and what the worst move was of the offseason? For so far, team just any for... team, just and the, the entire NHL, the worst move and the best move. The worst move. Um, I don't. I can't define any worse moves. There's can't no, define a worse no move. Worse. I, I, can't, I can't give you a worse. Yeah. I can give you the most questionable one. Yes. Which would be, but I like it. Yeah. Um, the the Braden Holby of the Dallas Stars, but that just goes to show you that there's something going on with Ben Bishop. I I honestly think he's long term IR. I know I do not think and with Jim Neal overspending right now, yeah, being over the cap, I think that that's just going to prove because he's only over about 1.2 million. If if Bishop is on LTIR, that means we get that money, that 4.9 million. So therefore, he's still under about two million. Yeah. So I but, honestly think something's going on there. But I, I, I would assume at this point um, that with having the amount of goalies that they do, that he is going to be not playing this season. So why? Uh, but is there any benefit into not releasing that yet? That he is uh, not because I'm guessing they're waiting for physicals. Yeah. Uh, the start of the year, usually that's when they decide these things. Right. Uh, when the will come report to training camp yep. and if they're physically unable to complete a physical then maybe there's an issue there yeah well i, I just because you know a lot of uh, more about this stuff than i do so i always kind of uh, i like to check in with you and then i just take what you say and i say it to other people and then they think <laughs> i'm smart so that's usually what I, I try and get all the information out um but no i actually i like the whole b move um do you think that they send ottinger down to the ahl or do you think that, i don't uh, know at that point uh probably it's going to be goalie roulette the first month of the season i think with yeah. all with all the moves um i mean look colorado got stuck we yeah right or i guess i can say we yeah we we got stuck i don't know if i like darcy kemper but i don't know if he's worth that much but do you but the, the thing is i do feel like and i do think sakic is a good gm but i feel like you need plan a and plan b and then it almost seemed like plan a didn't work out and i was like oh uh, with the avalanche, I just seem, it just seems like this sense of arrogance with that organization. Yeah, I, I get it. I get Joe it. Joe running the show and um, I get it. I get it. But maybe people aren't maybe Europeans, maybe Americans, maybe whatever. Maybe people don't want to just sign because yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. not everyone's Nate McKinnon. Well, and not everyone's there to take a hometown discount. And but, especially if this is your time to cash in on your, you know, their your bank, so to speak. Like you only have so many years you can play. You only have two big contracts. Well, but we. I don't. Th- I. I also don't feel like they. They haven't had a franchise goalie in forever. That's they Since just Patrick Wall. They, which has been a very, very lot. Two thousand one, two, three. Do you think Darcy Kemper is the franchise? No, goalie? Okay. I. But he might just be good enough. And there was some analytic, and I don't know what analytic. I don't know a whole lot about analytics, but it did say that the Colorado Avalanche were the best defensive team as far as 
what shots they allowed from what what space on the ice and how many block shots they uh so I think the islanders were <laughs> i think that uh i i just think that out of all the things like you have to have a a, a good goalie i feel like that's uh, agreed upon with most people that know the game and if you are trying to go deep in the playoffs and win a uh, stanley cup then uh I really wish that there was a way that it's like, how does Chicago get him? Why doesn't does Flurry not want to come to Colorado? I feel like if he was gonna, I feel like they he wouldn't have money he, for that. He wouldn't want to retire. But if you're, I don't know, because at this point, is it about the money? I don't know how these contracts work, but I feel like I would just be like, no, I'm not playing for Chicago. I'll retire first. But here's some teams I would play for. Isn't there a way to communicate with your goalie and be like, I, hey, we're gonna get rid of you, but where would you like to go? Is well, that a thing that happens? I think that is a thing that happened. Uh, that happens, but nowadays there's so much BS going around. Look at what happened with the expansion draft and Carey Price. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, he's he's going to be hurt. He's going to be out the whole season. Expansion drafts on Thursday or Friday, or Thursday yeah. night or whatever. Yeah. Then Friday or Saturday morning. He's like, oh, it's all he'll good. Be, he'll be. Yeah, he's good to, to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I feel that that was. Yeah. Uh, well, definitely on purpose. Oh yeah, definitely on purpose. <laughs> definitely on purpose. Um, I, you know, I feel that Bergevin, like, did the same thing with maybe uh, Shea Weber. I don't know. For yeah. Fact, but I'm just saying, like. Saying like he's Wolf, done. Right? Saying what? like he's done. He is not but playing. He did in the playoffs last year, remember? Yeah. Oh, Shea we- uh, Weber's not going to finish the season. He's yeah. done. Yeah. And then, like, he's playing the next game. Oh, yeah. it wasn't as bad as everyone said. It's yeah. Like- but, like, at the same time, like, you don't owe, you don't owe anybody correct information, you know? Is that owed to anybody? to think hockey is one of those sports where it's, <laughs> yeah. you know it's uh, there's no trickery but if you're not cheating you're not trying i, I don't know so, but I'd, I'd be like my goalie sucks right now you definitely shouldn't take him he is terrible he's hurt he's i'd, I'd do the same thing yes he with, is terrible with all this being said though i think the two best teams the two teams that got the biggest facelifts this, this offseason are vancouver which is my second favorite team after the start are you gonna say winnipeg no, I'm not even going to say Winnipeg okay. because Nate Schmidt hasn't gone to Winnipeg yet. <laughs> oh, but that's that? a good piece. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm going to say Philadelphia. Okay. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. They basically traded. They've got a whole new decor in there. Which their D were garbage. I don't think that they were. I just think that it was stale. You know, everything yeah. there was stale. Maybe they just needed a. Everyone needed a change. Um, they got rid of Goss's, uh, Ghost Bear. Goss's that Bear. terrible contract. Yeah. But then they got another terrible contract with Russ Lanen. But I'd rather have a 6'6 Viking-looking dude, <laughs> you know, who's yeah. right-handed, who can crush pucks and yeah, crush people yeah, if you yeah. really make him mad. Yeah, yeah. He takes bad penalties and he's yeah chips pucks in the odd, odd yeah. every once in a while. But yeah. I, I like that better than yeah. him sitting Goss's Bear all year. Yeah. Then they got Yandel for nothing. Yeah. League minimum. Uh, I mean, Justin Braun's good. Um, I I just think that that team they they got rid of Voracek they got a little faster with Cam Atkinson in there. Uh huh. I mean, I I really think that they they did a lot. They got Martin Jones, who is an upgrade from Brian Elliott. Yeah, and maybe he'll help Carter Hart, or maybe you know Carter Hart will help him. Like they say, you know, Martin Jones is a poor man's Carey Price, and I I can't agree more with that statement. But. Yeah. So do you, but do you think there's a chance that he because uh. I, cause he was, he was always obviously one, a goalie in San Jose, but, uh, do you think there was a chance that he played so terribly, but just because they were a bad team? I don't know. I can't answer that question. Uh, yeah. That's a tough question to answer. Yeah. Like in this day and age, it's not like, 
a bad team is Buffalo or Arizona or someone that knows that they have no help. Yeah. Coming yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. just like, yeah, hey, you guys just, sorry. <laughs> well, and so I do since you brought up Buffalo, cause I do want to talk about this for a little bit, but did you hear about, uh, uh, the Eichel situation yeah, no. where, where, where with the, with the surgery that he wants compared to the surgery that uh, Buffalo wants him to have? This is how you force the issue. Yes. You, you act like you're upset dirt to the media. And when you do that, I yeah. think that is when things get done. Yeah. Oh, Matt Taylor is in the house. Frustration. I didn't, I didn't even know Matt Taylor was coming. Matt Taylor, these, uh, these microphones are live. Live. Uh, make sure they're flipped up the switch. Like that? Yeah. Hold on. Do it again. How's that? Oh, yeah. No, Matt Taylor, you're good. You're on. Soft uh, spoken. Matt, Matt Taylor, I didn't know that you were going to be here tonight. Uh, I didn't, but it's really hot outside. So and just, I thought, I thought let's, let's take the kid to a hockey game. So you decided to come and cool down. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. You, so you I didn't pay her for your ticket, did you not? Yeah, I donated. Okay, cool. I'm just making sure, man. Sure. Just, a, just a double check. Um, so I think we're going to go ahead. They're doing the uh, puck drop. This is going to be a puck drop situation. Uh, they did tell me who was doing the puck drop, but I forgot who it was, which is uh, not a surprise to Matt anybody. Taylor. Yeah, yeah. Matt Taylor is, uh, not, for him. is not dropping the puck. But, uh, Maybe right. he's throwing the puck. Maybe it'll be one of those little... Uh, Drones dropping. Yeah. The so just to give you a heads up here, uh, Matt Taylor. So I have chosen because this is the way that we do these live shows now. Uh, Corby picks a team and then I pick a team. Uh, so I have picked uh, Dallas Warriors, uh, but you also have to pick a player. Uh, Corby went the easy route. He picked Dale Vogel, who is, I guess, supposed to be uh, kind of a ringer in this game here. I picked uh, our boy Cal Meese. Cal Meese is always uh, a great option. Like a just, fan favorite. Just I, but a lot I, of block I, shots, a lot he, of heart. He's gonna he's gonna get a look though, and it's just gonna it's gonna look good. It's gonna it's gonna be a whole thing. Uh, he did say he would drop by afterwards, and uh, hopefully we get a chance to uh, to catch up with him again. So excited about that. You didn't pick Coach. Who? What? No. Well, he's a, oh he is a Dallas Warrior. Well, I yeah. didn't. Uh, man, hey, can we pick two players? You can pick two players. How's that? I'll Are you going to give me a second one. one? Sure. All right. So I, I got gold too. I got golden Kalachi. I got gold. All right. So you can add their stats. Yeah. Okay. Are you going to give me that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Feeling confident. Corby's feeling confident. Uh, they're doing the player introductions right now. Uh, we're going to go ahead and. So. All right. Well, I think we're going to go inside and watch the game. Oh, I'll right. come back and check on you. Uh, yeah, just uh, Matt Taylor, you will need to come back and uh, eventually check in. Uh, you also need to be doing some editing because we've just started and stopped a few different times. Uh, so this will be very uh, well, we're going to put you to work here, Matt Taylor. We're going to put you to work. Great. That was my Matt Taylor impression. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Thanks. Right, we'll see you in a bit. See ya. We'll meet up at the uh, Long John Silvers. <laughs> that's the old. Uh, that's the old joke, huh? The Long John Silvers. That's that's Matt Taylor's favorite restaurant, A and W Long Star or uh, A and W Long John Silvers off of uh, Sunflower Lane. Uh huh. That's like Matt will sneak off in the middle of the day or yeah. whenever he needs a break, and he'll go there and he'll just crush A and W. So and, so, and so, so I was going to ask you if he goes to A and W side or the Long John Silver side. Both. Oh, same time. <laughs> that's that's a whole that's a that, that's a whole thing. You ever seen a guy eat a foot long in two bites? You uh, can do it. I, I I do believe that. I definitely <laughs> definitely do believe that. All right, so they're gonna have uh, they're gonna have a quick little introduction here. Oh, I do feel like there's uh, 
So there's Lone Star Warrior. Oh, so do you know Bryce? Or not, not Bryce. Yeah. Uh, Djokovic? Oh, yeah, yeah. I yeah. Know. So, yeah, there's a, I feel like there's certain players that weren't out there when I picked my, uh, my goal score at the Dude, time. You can't go back. The, the puck has not dropped yet. It hasn't dropped. Give me Bryce. He's D. He's D-man. He's a demon? D-man. He's a defenseman. Oh, defenseman. Okay. He's a defenseman. I thought you meant like no. demon. Well, he might, he might tear it up. Or maybe I should pick a... Actually, just give me, just give me Golden. Just pick it and stick it. Is that Go, what you Golden. Want? Golden. Okay, that's I'm, it. I'm picking Golden. All right. Unless there's some net front scruffles. I feel like he's a, he's a, he's a, a friend of the show. Oh, here's a, so here's the deal. I don't know if you know about the Scorby. They do uh, push-ups. Oh, puck All drop. All right, puck drop. Uh, okay, okay. All right, so uh, Dallas. For, oh, so your boy Vogel's on defense. Um, do you think that might? Uh, now, man. Do you think that might slow him him down on his? Uh, just count two, man. So here's what I'm really hoping for, uh, Corby, and I hope I don't jinx it here, but I'm really just hoping that nobody breaks any glass because that will be the only situation in which I have to get back to work. Man, then I'm really hoping nobody breaks any glass. Yeah, because that well, means I'm going to be solo up oh, here. Oh, it'll be it'll it'll be all you. But Matt Taylor's here. Well, yeah, but but then you're going to have Matt Taylor helping you. Which, ooh, Dale with a nice out uh, outlook pass there. So do you know uh, Dusty Whitford? So Dusty Whitford is uh, playing forward. He's the one that's receiving the puck right here. Uh, he skates out of Ulysses. I know you skate out of Ulysses sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. I just feel like the Patriots kind of a stacked team here. I think they're uh, hopefully Dallas. I think Dallas Warriors picked up some of the Lone Star Warriors, though, which may be uh, maybe a benefit. Cloche back door. Go. Oh, there's Kellner. So he's the one that uh, was on the pod a little bit earlier. He's in front. I gave him a lesson, so he should definitely get at least a goal. If he gets a goal, I feel like I should get bonus points. Okay. Number Not six. sure if you're going to allow that, but I feel like... Uh, so just take them all. Why don't you just take your whole team versus by one player? <laughs> <laughs> is that what you're trying? Is that, it seems like that's what you're going I'm just, I'm just trying to put a lot of faith into a bunch of different people. Okay. I feel a lot of these last names aren't really the players. Uh, no, sometimes it works out this way. But not always. Again, another reason why not to get your name on the back of your jersey. Yeah, I just uh, so uh, when I was growing up, actually, uh, that's one thing that my dad did when he coached the teams is that we did no last names. Yeah, no, I. Which I, uh, to be honest with you, am a huge fan of. I think it's really good. Palmer, I uh, I sub for Palmer's team every once in a while. The Chupaca Bros. Yes. And uh, is this in Ulysses? Yeah, this is in Ulysses. And. Uh, I bought my jersey, and he's like, oh, you didn't put your name on there. You just want me to put your last name on there? I'm like, no, definitely not. No, yeah, just, just my number. Well, so there was a thing because uh, I, I felt like he, he started doing it maybe in like peewees, I think it was maybe. Um, but the, the idea behind it was he felt like it kind of took uh, less of the individual out of it and made it more of a team, uh, team sport. And I almost think that he... Not saying I like the Yankees, but I feel like he was like, oh, the Yankees do it because the Yankees do it. Yeah, Yankees. I like to I know. call them the Skankies. Well, I know I, I know the Yankees are not popular right now in the Dallas Fort Worth area. They've never been. Well, the, I mean, plus my my family would back in the day rooted for the Red Sox, too. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm just not a fan in, of 
if there's no salary cap to just let's buy the best players. Yeah. 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 I still, and, and I think that's one thing that uh, baseball uh, fans or enthusiasts haven't been able to explain to me yet is why there isn't one. A salary cap would yes. kill baseball. Why? Cause just, I don't know a lot about would, baseball. It would just kill it. Um, it'd be, uh, there's so many baseball players. There's so much money involved in baseball. Um, yeah. But like, you can't tell me you'd get as as much money coming in from the Kansas City Royals winning or the New York Yankees, right? Yeah. Like, kind of like hockey mm-hmm. with Arizona. There's a reason they don't spend a lot of money yeah. unless dead cap space or you know some of these some of these they nobody would benefit from it. Right. So why does Arizona pick up all these contracts that even if they're not going to get the players? What's the Because they have to hit the salary cap floor. Right. So they have to hit there's a minimum and you have to hit the minimum. Right. So if you bring in you don't have to get new players, you don't have to worry about any other You can just take the contracts? Yes. Cuz they have what? Datsuk, they have Hosa, they have Andrew Ladd now. Yeah, they have uh oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I guess I didn't really know. Sometimes you don't really know things until uh, they're presented to you, but I guess I didn't realize how quickly he had dropped off. Who, Andrew Ladd? Yes. Oh, well, I mean, he's always been kind of a role player, but um, I think when the Islanders signed into that big contract, you know, especially when someone else comes in, though, when there's another general manager that comes in to take over a team, you aren't his guy. So you'll notice, like, when Lou Lamorello comes in, he might not have turned that whole team around, but he did bring a bunch of his guys. Yeah, yeah. Like yep. he brought in Zajac, he brought in more, he brought in a bunch of his, he, Komarov, he brought in a bunch of his guys. And, yep. uh, Jim Neal, when he came to the Stars, he brought in a bunch of Red Wings, or like unknown, like Yanmarks. Yeah. Like a bunch of his guys. Uh, and he just brought in uh, Glenn Denning, one of his guys. So, yep. I mean, th- that's how it works with general managers and they want to put their mark on the team. So they want to get the old guys off immediately. Yeah. Unless it's a team like Tampa Bay yeah. where you're inheriting a hundred percent winner. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it, I mean, but you, you'd have to think cause like uh Iserman doesn't get any uh, Stanley cup rings for the last uh, couple seasons. No, but people know. Yeah, it, it, yeah. If you don't, if you're not into hockey, you don't know, but right. you know what's up. Right. Like, and to see what he's done already this year, like, uh, Dude, he fleeced the Dallas happen? Stars but for that goalie does, in the draft. But he, how did? But how, how did? But how does that happen? And I know that's a very uh, open-ended question. But it's like, yeah, I know Eiserman's Eiserman. But it's like, but how, at the end of the day, did I you hear still, that? Did you hear that quote when he they, when he took it? Was it uh, who did he take off of Carolina? I'm sorry, the Nedeljkovic. Yeah, so he took him, and they asked him, and they're like, well, how did you? He goes, ask ask them why they did it. I don't, you know, like ask Carolina why they made at that. At the end trade. of the day, he's Steve Eiserman, and. I don't know if you do. People get scared though, and they yes. Like, I, mean, you, I don't know if you heard this interview from John Cooper yet or not, but John Cooper was saying how when he first went there for a job interview, he was like, "Oh my God, this is Steve Eiserman's yeah. office." Oh yeah. my, you know, I had this guy's rookie card. Yeah, you know, when I was a kid, yeah. like, you know, he he'd say, "Man, Steve Eiserman's shorter than me, but yeah. he actually feels taller than me." But like, is it is it just the respect issue? It's you the think? aura. It's just the, the dude. That's Steve Eiserman. Like, yeah. But then, you, but, but then you think about it, like, if you're another general manager, you're not, you might not even be in the same room as him. You think there's enough to, like, not be uh, trapped in his gaze or whatever it is? Like, how does I'm that... not saying that, but I'm saying, look, Carolina, obviously, they're a little different when it comes yeah, to yeah, rosters yeah. from year to year. Yeah. They trade guys for nothing. They, 
they had they obviously had a goalie plan, and it wasn't Nedeljkovic, right? Mm-hmm. They obviously wanted uh, Freddie Anderson. They drafted Freddie Anderson. Yep. So it took a while, but he came back finally. Yeah. They finally have a number one, and they have a one B too, an anti Ranta. So, so they have two new goalies, which fits their team better. You know, right. a Finnish and a Swede, a fin- Finnish goalie and a Swede. So that kind of fits that organization a little better, I think. Yeah. Um, Nedeljkovic, they got something for him, and they didn't have to pay him big money. If they yeah. were going to pay him big money, I think they'd rather pay one of the other two guys, which is smart. Right, right. So they gave Freddie Anderson or that money to Freddie Anderson, and they felt more comfortable with Freddie Anderson, which yeah. is smart. Iserman got a good goalie. <laughs> he's paying him, and then he's got a really good goalie in the draft. I just hate it being a Stars fan because we're going to have to play against that guy, and I guarantee you it's going to be one of those things like, Man, we had that guy. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. We yeah. basically gave right. the Red Wings this goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we might have got two lower-end players yeah. later in the draft. But but, do, but don't you think it's, a, it's probably funny how often, like, there's a trade that's made or a deal that's made, and there's other teams that are like, you would have taken that? You know, because you don't know unless you're in those talks. It's very true, yeah. Unless, you know? And, and, and it's also pro scouts and what they value different players at. Like, yeah. I mean, if you ask... What do you think about Al Martinez? Yeah. Oh, uh, from Vegas? Yeah. Um, I don't know if enough about him. I know he's played well when I watched him, but I don't, I don't think I know enough about him. What do you think about Seth Jones? Uh, I don't think he's worth the money that he just got paid, but if he can get paid, then that's great. Okay, but the Chicago Blackhawks thought that. Oh, well. Know, it, and their staff. I'm just saying. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. People, yeah. I, you got your guys. That right. You really like. And to me, I don't think that's a lot of money for Miro. I but uh, okay so but here's where I I think that if you're a cerebral player and not to just be a I know people have already said this but if you're a cerebral cerebral player I do believe that your value lasts longer as you get older like his value isn't built on like his speed as much as it is like his IQ because his skating might slow down but his skating skills aren't going to go away okay um and defensemen your are also team. valuable now. Your team. Yeah. I think. I love Shaquille McCarthy. Okay. Love it. But I think, I think Devontae's might be the same, like a better overall player than Kel McCarr. Oh, no, you're wrong. You're just, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay defensively, why? Is defensive? Man, he's well, good. Like, maybe. But, but, but def- defensemen aren't defensemen anymore. Like, that's not what it is. It's all what you watch and what you kind of believe in to, to value a guide on what you're what well, you think is but right. I, I also think that they didn't, um, I don't know. So they, they did need to get some uh, grit. I don't know. Do you know anything about McDermott? I we thought that him. was the worst. I don't I'm know. Sorry. I, I really I don't like, know enough about him. I like, uh, I like good stories. Yeah. 27 year old rookies coming out of the American league, mm-hmm. you know, tough guys could play forward or D you don't yeah. even know what they play. Right. Um, but for Seattle to make that pick. Yeah. There's a lot of other good players on LA. Yeah. Well, did they, um, so, um, sorry, I forgot where I was going. Oh, um, I did feel like, uh, Colorado needed to, needed to, I, I, I didn't like when Colorado lost the door off. I felt like that was like, he's yes. kind of a, a special player. That's what they really needed. I felt like had Zadorov been in the playoffs, I'm not saying it would have changed a lot, but at a certain point you kind of need a, uh, you need a guy who can do the thing. And I thought he did. I thought he played against the Stars really tough. Oh, he does, yeah. In the bubble. Yeah. Um, 
I think he. I I don't know why he's thrown around so much. He was just traded again to Calgary. From yeah, Chicago. Which, yeah, it, it baffles me. Uh, but we don't know what goes on. Like we don't know if he's going to ask for like four million dollars next year. Or yeah. $8 million or whatever. But. Did, uh, did you see him, him and uh, Lucic evidently had uh, an exchange of some sort, pretty much saying like, oh, well, I'm glad that we're not going to have to beat the you know crap out of each other anymore. So yeah, essentially, I, mean, I think that's everyone. Yeah. yeah I mean, they're like, oh, kind of like uh, I, I do enjoy Ryan Reeves going to uh, the Rangers. I do enjoy that. I do, too. And not because of the Tom Wilson aspect. No, of it. it's just the man, they need got some really good. Um, Keep them safe. Players to. That you need someone to look after. Yeah. And when they traded Brandon Lemieux to the Kings for nothing, yeah. I was like, uh, they just got rid of their Brit. Grit. I like Lemieux. I mean, yeah, I didn't. He's just an obnoxious kid. But, but he's an all around. He's just an all around. He, you need a guy like that. Yeah, but he looks like a handful, man. I, I bet he's really yeah. loving LA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His dad was kind of a. Well, we all know. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, but I bet this kid's just. This kid's 24 7. Yeah, straight gas. Yeah, so, <laughs> I don't know. This LA is perfect for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see how fast he lasts there. Yeah. But um, if you look at, you know, they had a guy named Colin Blackwell, uh-huh. and he went to the Kraken. Like that kid's, I say kid. He's like twenty six, twenty seven now. Yeah. But I think he's really good too. Um, but he's like, he's that energy type player. He's not going to fight guys, you know. Yeah. Well, uh, so how far under five hundred do you think the Seattle Kraken will be? Man, that's a tough one. Um, Very far under 500 or just a little under 500? It just depends. I think they're going to be. Think, yeah. I honestly think they're going to be a team like uh, they're going to be a defensive team that's going to. I think they're going to capitalize on um, odd man rushes going the other way. I think oh. they're going to stick. They're going to be like an Islanders type team play mm-hmm. really, really or like a Hurricanes kind of play real like catalog style. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be a lot of dump and chase. And, yeah. And then I think they're going to block a couple shots and then come out two on one and get goals. And you're going to be like, what the, what, what just happened? Yeah. I do like that. Uh, Drager. Am I saying that name? Drager. Yeah. Drager. I, I like him. Yeah. But they got Grubauer too. So, I mean, I, but uh, as a, as a Colorado fan, I don't, I'm okay with not giving him a lot of money or for very long. Number one thing one I'm year. shocked about. It was one year. They drafted that Susie instead of Lekkonen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Lettinen, sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah, you know, you're not, you don't always hit the mark. I mean, I but you know what I do think, and a lot of my friends are telling me I'm an idiot for this, I think Vince Dunn is going to be like Shea Theodore, Yeah. Uh, meaning he's going to go to the Kraken, and he's going to be on the first power play unit. He's going to get a lot of points. Yeah. Because uh, he's a fast, upbeat defenseman who's been – shadowed in st louis for a long time but, um but i think there's i think there's a lot of people that don't understand that sometimes when you're getting these uh when you have these defensemen and they're getting x amount of points or whatever sometimes it's about how well that power play is working right because that's if right. you were to go back and look at some of the defensemen that have uh, high point totals and you go back and you look at how their power play is operating and the fact that they're on the top power play you know and yeah. then that and then that that gets you paid that is very true big yeah. time Who's gonna break? Who's gonna be the breakout star? You think for Seattle? Uh, I don't. Well, I like uh, I like Yanni Gord. Like yeah. I just like him as like a player in the way that he plays. I actually had Yanni Gord as a player uh, in San Francisco his rookie year. Where was he playing? San Francisco ECHL. 
What, well, sorry, what team is that? So he was signed as a free agent by the San Jose Sharks. Okay. Um, San Francisco Bulls was their affiliate, their ECHL affiliate. Yeah. He came down from Worcester. He played, I don't know, 10, 20 games. And he was rail thin. Huh. And uh, then he gets, yeah. he puts on some weight and look where he is now. It's crazy. Mm. I but mean, back then, he was offensive in the East Coast League. He was offensive in the American League. But he found his whole game and that's where he went. That's how he got to get to Tampa. Yeah. And then when he gets put in those situations to be offensive, he gets goals because he was an offensive player. He learned how to play. He, he learned how to get – he got bigger. Right? Yeah. And then uh, and then now he's got – sky's the limit. I don't know what he's going to do. I, yeah. I'm excited. We actually have uh, another staff member. His name's shout-out Ben Coleman. He, uh, he was our ticket – one of our ticket salesmen in San Francisco – and he just got uh, hired by the Kraken. Oh, He's from yeah. Seattle. There we and, go. Uh, yeah. So he, when Yanni got picked, he texted me. He's like, "I'm not the only bull here." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, they're yeah. I guess they're they're taking uh, taking a bunch from. They're taking uh, Cody uh, Cody from the uh, American Airlines Center. Yeah, he's yeah. he is currently. Uh, on route, or I guess he's already there by that yeah, by this point. But yeah. uh, you you, you got to think that's almost like a no brainer to. Oh, hey, you have an opportunity to go and literally start from day one. Yeah, yeah man. And Bateman, I'll, I'll never forget. Like he started working at Ulysses. Like, yeah, yeah, probably ninety eight. Yeah, ninety nine. So well, and he was no, uh, no, sorry, oh one or oh two. So he, uh, it was kind of cool because we were able to go out there because they have all the best toys out at the American Airlines Center. But we got to go out there and just kind of uh, mess around, play, play around with them a little bit. But uh, it was just really interesting because he was really, like, I, I feel like humble at the end of the day, which is kind of, um, I feel like good in the rink industry. But he was really humble. And he said that, uh, and I forgot the guy's name, but there was uh, the, the main ice guy for the stars before, uh, before it was Cody. He was essentially saying, like, yeah, this guy, like, took me under his wing and he taught me everything he knew. And uh, that's kind of how the ice uh, industry goes. So I don't know. It was, just, it was just really cool that, you know, a lot of people are, you know, kind of look up to those ice guys. But he was still humble and saying, like, hey, like, there are certain people that helped me out and, you know, really showed me, you know, kind of what to do. So, yeah, yeah, he's it's good. It's going to be fun. Um, oh, yeah. Eight games, 10 points. Eight games, 10 points. Oh, OK, there you go. So he, he was on his way up. Yeah. Okay. So, so again, rail thin. Right. Rail thin. But, right. But it, 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 but is Yanni Gore at that point? Is, is it, are, are is people he are, be number one center with getting top line minutes? No, he's going to have the same amount of points as he had. Yeah, in yeah, Tampa. Yeah. He'll probably be on the power play, but he's not going to have those other pieces with him. Right. Um, right yeah. I think Wanberg's going to be a break, breakout player for them. Yep. He was a high pick. Uh, he's kind of hidden in Florida system a little bit. Mm -hmm. He was hidden before that in Columbus. So yeah. Uh, well, we should give everybody an update into the. Uh, it's still uh, zero zero. It's still zero zero. Uh, we will keep you updated if, uh, if something happens here. Um, still, if somebody scores, though, I feel like we should figure out who scored uh, as soon as it happens, so that way we can one of us could win. Because I want to beat you at the bets. It's Man, like I really. I, it's, at the end of the night, if nobody wins, you win. Yeah. Well, so. no. I just I I'm, I'm just I'm, I'm competitive. I just I just really really want to win. Uh, but yet again, thanks to the uh, Dallas uh, Warriors, Forward Patriots, for allowing us to uh, come here and record at the Mansfield Star Center. It seems like everybody's having a good time. I should say, Corby, um, and our bleachers aren't as big as some of the other Star Centers, but I would say that it's probably, what, 80% uh, full? 
So yeah, they're eighty percent full, and there's uh, it's it it was it was a little more full. Yeah. Uh, about ten minutes ago. Yeah. Hey, um, some people uh, checking out. I think people are getting restless restless right now. Well, they around. they're looking for a goal, and I feel like it's about to happen. What did I say? It just happened. See, there we go. But that's neither one of our guys. That is forward Patriot goal. Not sure. Let's see. That's number eight. We do have. Oh. Second period. All right. So that's number eight. Who's number eight? Oh, he must be playing defense. Nope. I don't know who it is. It says eight's a goalie. All right. Well, so far, uh, Corby's winning, I guess. Uh, he's a Fort Worth Patriot guy. Zing. Shocker. Fort Worth Patriot. You, <laughs> you won the last one, too. I, I'm not going to stop betting on uh, Dallas Warriors, but I feel like at some point we should. Uh... See, that's why I wanted more guys. I wanted to win a bet. Just need, needed, needed to win a bet here. Oh, they score? Uh, no. Purvis, that's so that's Purvis. Uh, what do you think about Purvis's pads? I actually really like them, and they're they're new. So uh, we're talking about the Patriots uh, goalie. They're ne- they're pretty cool, yeah. So they have like the gray on the front and the red on the. Yeah, I like it. I feel you can't go really wrong with gray. I like that gray. So I almost think that, uh, and I've told people this before. I feel like the stars should almost adopt that, uh, like. Dallas Cowboys gray or whatever you want to call it. Nah. Just because it's Cowboys. <laughs> it's gray. They need gray. I'm just messing with you. Just get I gray think, on there. I think you're going to see in the next year or two. I think they might go full neon. No, 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 no. Yeah. I think that that blackout jersey will become the next jersey. At least the next logo, if nothing. Else. Can I ask you why you think that? I just do, man. Uh, the stars have a real... Um, history of whatever their third jersey is mm-hmm. becoming their main jersey. I miss just the star and the top of the star being the A in the word stars. I yeah. miss it so much. I want it, and it doesn't have to be the same logo, but I want, it needs to have gold. You're a star. It needs to have, it needs to have gold in there. Okay. Somewhere. Remember earlier what I was telling you about general managers and they want to yes. have the mark on the team. Yeah. Well, the same things goes with these big ego donors. Yeah. Like Galliardi, like big time really wants a, this is his color, his team, his mark. On and, the organization. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And when he bought the organization, he was actually going to change them red, white, and blue or red. Yeah. Red, white, and blue, silver. They already had mock-ups and the fan base went nuts. You can't change like, well, so do you remember uh, Washington did that for a little bit the opposite way? They went from red, white, and blue to green and blue. The eagle ones, the the diagonal eagle. It was like a blue, uh, gold, blue, gold, black, brown. Yeah, black. But you're the capitals. You're literally the cat. Like you should be red, white, and blue. Yeah. But what they have like for like six, seven years. They had him for that a while. Ovechkin was a rookie. I call it the Peter Bondra years. So yeah. it was like, I remember Bondra. Kolzig. Yeah, yeah, yeah Kolzig, Bondra. Like, that was, uh, that was yeah. those years. But, like, if you're, if you're the uh, Capitals, I feel like you should be red, white, and blue. But uh, I guess they, they made that work for a while. But, hey, uh, we just got a goal, by the way. 
Who got a goal? Red team got a goal. It's 1-1. One, one. See that? Well, who scored? Um, 83. I can't even remember which guy I picked now. You picked Coloche. I did. And then you got um, Coloche and you got... Uh, but Corby, what I kind of did... I don't think he scored. What I, what I kind of did, Corby, I don't know if you recognize this, but what I did is I picked a bunch of people, but then only committed to like one... Uh, but then if any of those other people score, I can kind you of can pump my back. tires. Yeah, take it back. I can pump my tires a little bit. Well. Because I listed like probably four or five possible goal, goal scorers here. It's like the Butchie guys. overtime challenge. You're like, eh, I like this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy. And yeah. then whoever was playing against you, they probably won't choose one of those four. Yeah. So we have, uh, we should say that the shots on goal, we have... Uh, uh, four with Patriots are leading shots on goal. They have 10 uh, uh, to 7 for the uh, Dallas Warriors. Still thinking that... Uh, 7 to 10 on shots oh, here. Oh, uh, I think that... Uh, okay, there we go. Oh, Uh-oh. overhandled almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, this is off topic, but uh, big fan, uh, big fan of the... I guess it's a Fisher slash Pastronaut curve. I guess that's my thing. Oh, that's, yeah. That's what I need. Yeah. It's, it's uh, P28 with like a squared heel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That, it's the one. It's the, that, that's, uh, that, that, that's, that's a, the answer. That's the answer for a lot of NHL players, too. Oh, well, it's, it's just like, I just feel People like. People don't get it either. They're like, oh, no, it's the same as a 28. And I'm like, no, no, no it's not. No. It's actually flat. It's, it's got a square heel on the, yeah. It, yeah. Well, because I. Because I, I did I did get a stick and then I remember kind of uh, I uh, I called I think I called or texted you but I was like hey like it's a little bit different than what I'm used to but I'm I'm saying this in a good way uh, I love it and I think it's great I just I gave know. you one right a yeah, Marsh, yeah 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 it's uh-huh. pattern? Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah that's yep. a Fisher yeah. yeah but it was just like night and day like just one small change can make like all the difference in the world I, I know like I, just isn't that weird like, it's like game up. But and, it's, and then when you say stuff like this other around people they're like. What's, what's this guy talking about? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I guess if you don't know, you don't know, right? But like, it's one of those. It's like, yeah, well, you're like, so 28. And you're like, okay. And you, it's like, try this. It's like, well, this isn't 28, but this is even better. Uh, just let me know what it is so I can do. But now I'll never go back, though. And it doesn't seem like a readily available. If you, uh, it, it is. You just got to know where to look. But, oh, okay. Um, so I'm not going to be lost without it because that's what I'm afraid of. If you How were to get a regular good? 28 afterwards... You won't be able to sauce anything because yeah. there's, there's it's literally a round bottom. It's two, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it needs to, yeah. It has to have that squared off yeah. edge where it starts at the heel. I, yeah, then, yeah. And you, see, you know, yeah, you yeah. know now, I and do. now you know. Oh man, this guy's not just talking oh, bullshit. No, no. Yeah. Well, the thing is with the with the Fisher, the Pastronach, it starts at the heel, but it it goes all the way to the toe without any sort of like uh, in between having to to. Move your yeah, no rocker, no, any right, kind yeah, of yeah. radius on the bottom. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. like I can just take it and just shoot it normally instead of having to be like, okay, now halfway through, now I have to change up the angle in which I am uh, shooting this puck. Uh, but anyway, big fan of it, big fan. Yeah, well, I was we'll thinking Fisher, but Fisher was Ottawa, right? Is that Fisher? Mike Mike Fisher, he's the original. Uh, so what happened was, is a lot of guys were using that P twenty eight pattern. Yeah, it came out. It was a guy named Camille Kreps played for Florida. High first round or high high round pick didn't really amount to anything. Yeah, yeah. But he had a cool curve, and uh, everyone wanted a little bit bigger sackic, you know. Yep. It kept getting bigger and bigger, and then um, Fisher was playing in Ottawa, 
and he shaved the bottom of that uh-huh. to make it flat, completely flat at the bottom, and and it took off. And he was using it. Then uh, Dowdy switched to it. Like uh, Eric Carlson switched to it. Yeah, a lot of guys switched to it because it's it had the same flatness like of a jewelry. Because yeah. a lot of guys just use the jewelry. Yeah. So when it has that flatness of like the heel curve. Yeah. But with the big toe on there, you. You know now. Oh no, I know. I know exactly. <laughs> I was gonna let you finish, but it's like, yeah, I get it. But so it was you can just, still get under the puck. Yeah, and you can still like saucer it nice. And and with that being said, like it's just it's a game changer. Yeah, but, and as stupid as that sounds, like it's just it's just more crisp. It's oh yeah, more, yeah. Well, and because uh, when I was uh, whenever I'd use the twenty eights, I feel like I'd stick handle, but I was using mostly like the toe, or I wasn't like. Uh, if you're thinking about it, 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 the more the more of your blade that you have on the ice, more beneficial in in, in theory, yeah. like as far as being able to handle. Uh, but it was it was just one of those where I was like, oh my god, I feel like like I, I I'm never gonna lose the puck now. Like there were just times before where I had to have it like either so close to my body or the toe with the, the there was like three inches of the toe that was essentially doing all the work, and now all of a sudden I'm just able to lay it down flat. And just go, okay, it doesn't matter if it goes up a couple inches towards the heel or towards the toe. Like, it's going to still stay It's flat. coming off at the same time, yeah, it's too. Got, yeah, and it's all one thing. Because I, I just, I guess, like, the 28s, and I got used to the 28, but I feel like if you give somebody a 28, they have to learn how to shoot it. Right. Like, you have to learn. Like, even if you shot a thousand or a million hockey pucks, you're like, how do I shoot this thing? Yeah. And then you get used to it. But it's almost like with that one, it has to come in, like, and closer to your body. I don't know. It sounds you know weird. what it is, man? And I tell Newman and I joke about this all the time. Me and a couple, even of the older pros, joke about this. They'll talk about it. They'll be like, man, the sticks nowadays, I don't have to do any work. So, <laughs> so sometimes when I do get down low and I'm, and I really lean in to crank a shot, yeah. and it doesn't go where I want it to go with these new sticks. And it's like, yeah, because these sticks were made for people to just pull and push and the yeah, stick yeah. do all the work. Yeah. Now. So when all these guys are like used to using 110, 120 flex, yep. Coloche just scored. Oh, there we go. So you're on the board. All right, I am on the board. Wait, did I even pick? He's he's my one guy. Oh wait, he's my you one guy, him right? And then you pulled him. No, I think I picked him again. Okay, well, I think I, I think I left it on well, there. You got it. Yeah, Whatever. I got it. So we're we're one. We'll have we'll have to check. I don't believe so that. Coloche uses a Lidstrom. Lidstrom. Well, okay. Po two. You remember that big? So, is that like square? Curve? Yeah. So uh, the yeah, square toe. Kind of gross, but yeah, yeah it's it, good. One. It seemed like really long. Like it almost seems like a really it's long. It's just an older style blade. Flat. It's, it's main. It's made for shooting. Yeah. Right? Like, it's like a little heel curve. Yeah. 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 I remember. Heel curve with square toe. Because that's back when there was only like four curves or whatever. Five. Five. Yeah. The original forefathers. Yeah. The Sackic. Yeah, Madonna. The, Sackic, or, the Shanahan, the Madonna, oh, yeah, yeah. the Lidstrom. Yeah. And then you had Drury come out too. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Easton's, think- Easton's doing. And they took all creativity out of the game. I remember it was so cool back in the day. You'd see 20 different hockey guys on a team. You'd see 20 different stick patterns. Yeah. 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 And whether it was a heel curve or a lie or whatever, they'd all shave them for yeah. them and curve them for them. And now it's like, yeah. Oh, I use one of the five. 
Yeah. Well, it's because I'm, and I, I'm almost positive that you can remember these days, but I can remember being around like uh, back in Tulsa, some of the, the ex pros or whatever. Yeah. And they would literally just, they would create their own curves, but they, most of the time they'd have to do it with like the fiberglass. So it, 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 it took the, uh, what am I trying to say? The strength of that blade. Yeah, and they just, get a new one every game. Oh yeah. Because they'd have to, because they just literally, they, they literally just d- twisted it and it's still wood, but they're, they're flexing the fiberglass, but the wood doesn't bend with the fiberglass. I remember the only guy on Tulsa to not use a Christian blade oh, Chris, was yeah, yeah, yeah. uh Bosley. Oh yeah, yeah. He yeah. actually got the full fiberglass Titans. Uh-huh. And I was always joking. I was like, man, they must really like him because they paid twenty two bucks a piece for his blades. Oh, yeah. But Berger and Lawrence uh-huh. and yeah. uh man uh Evans, like of all those other guys, they had Christians. Oh and they those all were had, the cheap twelve dollar they all they all they all had them. But I can remember they'd They'd uh, they'd come into the pro shop and they would just torch him, torture. And you're thinking that like, oh, your equipment guy does this or whatever. Like, no, like no. Back in the day, guys took pride in that. Oh, yeah. And guys would have shapes to their blades. uh Yeah. Yeah. I remember who was who was your defenseman? I think it was Evans or Smith. Who was your best? Who was your well, offensive so, defenseman. So, so uh, offensive defenseman. I mean, Berger scored a bunch of. He was the big slap it was shot after the bullet, him. Right the bullet after guy. Him. But as far Robertson. as Robertson. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That Robertson had yeah. the coolest stick. I, re- I remember he had Sherwood sticks, yeah. Sherwood blades. Yeah. And it was literally like inch and a half on the heel. Yeah. By the time you got to the toe, oh, it, was it was like, like four, inches. four yeah, inches. Yeah. 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 And yeah. then it was spray painted black only on the toe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it was awesome. And I was like, and he was sick. Hey, like, why did that? Cause I know that they did it, but why did they spray paint him? Uh, just for, um, when you're looking down on the ice, if it's black, it, it off, it, the color, yeah. Oh, okay. It throws off the color, right? So, um, some guys like Joe Pavelski or a lot of defensive forwards like White Sticks, because preferably, like, mm-hmm. you can't see that because it blends in with the ice. Well, hey, do you remember? So I did. Uh, I got one of those uh, Hopa. Is that how the way it's yeah, pronounced? Yeah, I got one of those. I got one of those Hopa sticks, and I could get it in any color. I was like white. <laughs> I was like, because I've always just wanted because it, it makes sense to me. Yeah, like. It makes a whole bunch it's of sense It's hard, to me. though, shooting the puck, looking up peripherally with a white yeah. stick because you don't know where it's coming off. If you have black right. or any other color that's, like, against the white on the ice, yeah. you can still look up and down, and you can see where it's going to come off. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. That makes so sense. that's a rough one. And what the worst is is, oh, we got another goal. Uh, hopefully not Dale Vogel. Nope, he's not on the ice. No, it's number eight again. He's, uh, he's scoring all the goals. That's supposed to be a goalie, according to the roster. Yeah. So, might be some... Uh, Vogel was out there, look. Yeah, he didn't score. He, it's he's, a plus. He's, uh, okay, a plus. Yeah, it's, it's plus a plus. Plus two. Yeah. But anyway, so... Uh, so but, but, but they, they, they spray-painted the tips, so they gave you kind of like an endpoint to where you could look peripherally and, and still see... where see, the puck's coming off. Right, right. Probably. See where it's coming off. So, but I, I, I don't know. I, I, I enjoyed the white stick. But yeah, back in the day, they used to literally just step on and they could they could do it over and over and over again like, yeah they could make the same one and it was just torch right. torch 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 step crack crack and it almost seemed like it was about to break but then it would just kind of like cool down and it'd be fine do you know who david mckee is no so he's stars alumni now mm-hmm. he played goalie for cornell he's from here yeah he played for cornell cornell he was signed by the ducks um he ended up playing some minor league hockey and he was our third goalie in odessa and he He'd have a shoot pucks, uh, 
like late later than practice and stuff. Yep. And he said the hardest thing for him was seeing a white stick with like a black blade because he couldn't see the stick load. Right. Okay. Couldn't no, see that where makes the sense. Puck would come off. That makes sense. And this is a smart goalie. This yeah. isn't just a, you know. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But he would he'd be like, man, the hardest thing in the world. Oh, eighty six scored. All right, that's Dusty Whitford. And okay. Bobo got the assist. Uh, we're not counting assists. We're talking. We're talking goal scores. We're talking right, goal. Man. We're talking goal scores. We, we're not talking plus minus. My team's up by two though. So even if I win, the we're game, we're, we're, win the- we're not we're not talking. I mean, granted, you you won the last time when you bet on uh, Fort Worth Patriots. So I'm not saying it's going to happen again, but uh, we should make it work. Um, yeah. But anyway, so uh, here here's the thing that was interesting to me though when these guys were doing this because you you talked about Luke Bosile who was a uh, uh, CHL legend, I feel like. Yeah. Because I don't know if you remember. He would go through like two dozen sticks in a year because he used that ABS Titan. Yeah. So it got, he got his pattern, but those things only just got soft. They never would break. Remember? Well, t- so t- uh, to be honest with you, that was the stick that I used in high school. So I was able to get them through an equipment guy from... Uh, from the Oilers, but they Steve were, Inlow? they were actually sly nose. It wasn't. So I knew Steve, I knew, uh, my family knew Steve's family knew the Inlows uh, very well, but it wasn't from him. It was it, actually, it could have been because it ended up in the pro shop. We'll put it that way. Right. So like, it, it ended Hot up, Wheels? it ended up, no, it was no, no, no. Okay. It, this, this was what, this was with, uh, inside the rink at, the, uh, at this point, actually sly, no owned the pro shop, uh, inside the Oilers ice center for, handful of years probably and he had an awful curve too it just well went, no like, i had his opened curve. up right i had his toe. curve yeah, in high was, school so it essentially it's just a pitching wedge. it was a wedge yeah it's and just that's did all you ever was. remember seeing taylor hall sticks they were like relieved curves they were like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. a left-handed blade that he turned right-handed well so uh, and, the, and they the, were charred up and he wore the plastic lang skate oh no they were, um was it mike mike no lang i think micron, it, micron or, Lang's or whatever it was he had all the other thing too is in men's league, he would always uh, stand at the far blue line with no like, and we're not talking like trying to pretend that he's not doing what he's doing. Like he would literally stand, and this is way after, like you know, this is him like kind of coming back and playing men's league. But he didn't care that people knew that he was cherry picking on the floor. Like he would literally go and stand or just skate side to side on the far blue line the whole time. Yeah. He's had a career there, man. Yeah, no, he he, he definitely has had a career there, and he's still and he's still working there. He is still. I, he, I think he's still a general manager. Yeah, of the Oilers, and I think he probably will be uh, forever. He's got, uh, he's got microfilm on somebody. And there. I've had uh, I've had plenty. Uh, I've had actually plenty of conversations with him before. Very nice guy. Um, but uh, anyway, that's maybe a whole nother. Uh, that's another that's show. A, yeah, that's <laughs> that's probably uh, probably. I'm, I'm writing a book called uh, Ice Snakes, and it's about people I've encountered in, in well, minor league hockey that have. But I feel like that's where you get the best stories. Is that like I feel like there's too much focus almost on the people that are successful in hockey. It's like, oh well, you guys don't know about all the pitfall, pitfalls and, and drama that can happen, like within you know, like. The minor, like, the ultra minors, <laughs> where like literally, like you might not have enough money to like get home, or like, yeah, like it does happen. Or buses catch on fire. Or buses, <laughs> hey, Tulsa's had like two buses catch on fire. There was one where the equipment uh, they got one of the teams got to to me and they didn't have their trailer. What do you mean? Like their trailer fell off when they were on their way to us. So what they do? The trailer was what had all the gear. 
Okay. So they waited for the highway patrol to actually call and say, hey, is this your trailer? It's on the <laughs> side of the road. Come pick it up. So at, at, at that point, I'm, I'm assuming you've already driven uh, way past your they trailer. Were, I think it was, it was either the Amarillo Gorillas came from Amarillo and yeah. lost their trailer, or it was a team that was meeting us. It was like Rio Grande or someone. Yeah. Then they lost their trailer on the way from Amarillo, but yeah. it wasn't that far. Right, yeah, yeah. So, but it's still to the point to where, hey, um, so what happened? What did you do? Well, I was in Odessa, so I oh, was. Oh, well, what did waiting. they do? I, they call me. So normally, what happens is, is they call me thirty minutes out, and I would go open the rink. Yeah. And then I would get all their laundry, and then I'd do their laundry. You know, three, four in the morning, have it turned to them by the time they get there, nine or ten to skate. Yep. And that that time they called me, I got there, and then. Then they pulled up, and then I got a call, and then they go, he goes, hey, man, we, uh, I don't know where our trailer is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then uh, they just didn't skate the next morning. They, they went back and got it. They dropped yeah. the players off the hotel. They all went to sleep. Yeah. And then the bus driver went back and got the trailer. Like uh-huh. It was on the side of the road somewhere. So it must have just popped off and just like. Well, uh, luckily it ended up on the side of the road. Well, yeah, it's like two in the morning. Like, you know, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the game would end. Games would end at eleven or ten. The guys would, yeah, they probably left around eleven thirty or twelve. Yeah, to come just to you know. Yeah, but more that I think about, it, I think yeah, it was, it was, I think it was Rio Grande because I just remember uh, they would have stayed and then made. The day trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I get that. Right. And it's one of the... the Lubbock's fun, the halfway point. From and one, one of the fun parts about getting together with you, Corby, is that we can talk about these uh, the, these old mishaps. things. These old, these old These old mishaps. Remember remember back in the days. But, uh, hey, I, I do feel like we have to talk about this a little bit. So you, you heard about the uh, Odessa rink and that they're having troubles. Yeah, I have. Like, I... Uh, I've been at the carpet mall. Many, many, so many. So I've never times. been to this place, so I I can't speak on it. Per- have, have you been uh, thirty five and uh, six thirty five? I think that's what. It, no, thirty five and one twenty one. There's this mall called the Music City Mall. Yeah, in Louisville. Bye, Matt Taylor. Bye, Matt Taylor. Bye, Bye guys. So there's a Music City Mall, um, and it's the same uh, type of. It's the same logo and everything. I freaked out the other day when I drove by it. I was like, oh, my God, they got yeah. one here now. But there's not one. Actually, I take that back. There's one mainstream store in that whole mall, and mm-hmm. it's a Dillard's. Everything else is, like, the most random stuff you'll ever see. There's a wig store where they have, like, lots of wigs. Mm-hmm. And there's, like, off-brand uh, places to eat, like Zambies or which is like Zambonis or like random pizza spot or, you know, nothing is really commercial at that mall. So everything's kind of just like, I don't know, on its own. So yeah. then they have an ice rink and the ice rink, they ha- they don't really take care of it too much. Uh, I hate saying that, but they just don't. Like, yeah. You can't even see the lines in there. Yeah. Like, things like that. Um, they care more about it for Christmas shows mm-hmm. and – I think the main guy, Bushman, built that back in the day just so his granddaughter had a place to skate. That's usually how it is. And then, But it's become such a big deal for that city. Like, man, we had practices there. So there's an oil show every two years. Yep. And then there's um, the rodeo 
I mean, there's a lot, lot of things where they would kick us out of Ector County Coliseum. So our guys would get dressed there. This is what, this is another bad thing about that rig is our guys couldn't get dressed there. Like they didn't want to shower there or yeah. anything. So they would get dressed at Ector County and then drive in their cars in their gear to MCM mall practice, mm -hmm. then drive back and then shower back at, at the Coliseum. But man, when you don't have something like that, yeah. you really, you're really going to miss it. And well, they, I can't tell you how many times, like there's practice, there's a lot of youth hockey that goes on out of there. And man, uh, it, it just sucks that, that there, but there's been talks for the last 10 years that they were taking that out Yeah, because he was, uh, you know, Bushman, the owner was like, Oh yeah, I could put more stores in here or I could make, I could make this like a warehouse part or, yeah. you know, I could make this bumper cars or I could, you know, you know, put in arcade or something. Yeah. And it's like, it sucks because I know a lot of people that do lessons there. And I know a lot of kids that grew up playing there. Like, yeah. and, and it's, it's, it's going to be bad for the city if, if that goes away. Well, and I, I think at the end of the day, I think it's one of those things that it's, it's kind of sad because they, they already have, imagine building something that not each parent is, because well, what, what's the closest rink to, Amarillo now, I think. which is what, over an hour and a half, if not more? Yeah. Yeah. So, so if you're thinking about it, your kid's already into hockey, he's been playing hockey in Odessa, super into it maybe there's some families that can't make that trip or don't have the time to make that trip or don't like, what are you telling your kid now? Like our right, hockey, like, sorry, you just can't, can't, well, can't do that so anymore. One of our former players, um, I just saw that his son made the midget triple a 16 under team in Colorado. Like yep. Mike Gorman was his name. He was our all-star goalie, unreal goalie, him and his wife. Uh, they, Oh, they made it. Oh, score. Dev Vogel? Nope. Nope. Uh, they made a, a good life there in Odessa after hockey. Yeah. Uh, you know, their their son is a goalie, and he's actually really good. And mm -hmm. he just made 16 under uh, midget AAA. Like, or it's, it's pretty good. No, that's like, very good, yeah. Um, so he's going there. And a lot of guys went to Amarillo because Amarillo has a travel. And, and a lot of guys came here back in the day. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, the, the Doyles, they come here. I think Margetti. Do you know Donnie yeah, Margetti? Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure his daughter made the team here, correct? Uh -huh. uh, I'm not sure. The lead, I'm not sure. Because she she played for the uh, West Texas Selects. Is that what they're called? Last 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 year. So I'm not, I'm not sure for sure, but I know yeah. someone made the team. And his here. son's good too. Yeah. Yeah. So Yeah. But I I honestly it's if that goes away, like and what sucks is Man, it can't cost that much to repair that place. Well, at the end of the day, you already have, I mean, you already have the things in place to where if you're trying to build another ice sheet somewhere else, that's going to cost X amount if you can just fix. And I don't know what the problem is, but if you can fix that, that's going to, you know. 100% though, if they would have just maintained it and hired the right people to begin with every yep. time, I'm, I'll call them out all, all day on this because yep. I lived that place for a while. If yep. they would have just had the right people running it from day one, yep. uh, the right people maintaining that stuff, uh, you might not have this issue. Well, but, but I, I only talks and they hire the cheapest people to work there. So. And, and, them, and, them, and I don't know the ins and outs of this, but if you think about a mall, there's a lot of malls that are having trouble because people are shopping online. So what do you need? You need people to come to the mall. Okay, so you need people to come to the mall to do something. Okay, so like I feel like having the rink in there 
is uh, is oh, more beneficial. Yeah. That's than, probably been the number one babysitting thing for right. the last twenty years. Because I'm not, I'm assuming they have just birthday assuming, parties there. I'm assuming that people aren't going into the uh, the mall in Odessa to shop for things that they are getting online. You know, it's 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 one no, of those. Like, it's a different. If it's a different area, though, man. Um, I love Odessa. I love I love Midland. Mm-hmm. Like I, I man, I lived there for a long time, and I have a lot of friends there, and. I I think it's awesome. It's just it works. Everything yep. there works. And um sometimes like man, I'm not even going to lie. Like I miss I miss, you know, kind of how how small it was there. No, yeah. And yeah, and, yeah. and um you know, there was only about four or five things to do sometimes, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. And and uh but you know what? Like if my last few years there, like if there was nothing going on on a weekend, I I could call over five or six people and we were having fun within 30 minutes. Oh yeah. yeah, Like it was just such a, well, it's a, it's a smaller community. And I think that's one of the reasons why I think the, the podcast was trying to be a thing in the first place is to make the, this large community is a little, little bit smaller, which I feel like it, you know, hopefully it has, but I do miss that too. Cause that's the way Tulsa was like, uh, it also kind of kept people in check a little bit because it was such a smaller community that if you weren't acting right, you were like not a part, you know, yeah, yeah, like, it just wasn't like, there, it's like people. It was okay to lose one person that was causing uh, three people a hard time. Right, like, and okay. that's how like, uh, MCM Mall was. Yeah. I, we had we had one, two pickups two times a week, mm-hmm. and then we had one night a week game night. Yep. And uh, if you were if you were an ass, you weren't playing. Like, yeah, yeah. We yeah. would basically say, you know, like, hey yep. man, yep. you're being a dick. Either yep. shape up or ship out. Like, we don't care if you play here or not because we're gonna play regardless. Right, right, and. Um, there was a kid that one time there was a kid that went in the locker room and stole our wallets and stuff. Nice. <laughs> Guess what? We never saw that dude again. Like, yeah, we yeah. knew who he was. Yeah. And we were like, oh, okay. Well, yeah. Yeah. This was the one guy that came in and no. um, never again. He, but, he never, never allowed back. We came back and we play hockey with cops there. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because it's such a tight community. Yeah. Our, our goalie, who I love. His name's Chris Clark. He's awesome. He's a judge in mm-hmm. Midland. Oh, like, there you go. You know what I mean? So I, yeah. uh, we had a, a bug guy, George. Like we had yeah. every, you know, whatever you needed. Oh, yeah. The hockey community in Odessa was yeah. like, oh, well, let me help you with this. Or, oh, hey, this guy's this. Oh, that's Nick. Dude. He's highway patrol. Or, you know, whatever it was, whatever it may that, be. That's the, that, that's the way that it was when uh, I was in Tulsa. I mean, especially when I was growing up, my uh, dentist, my doctor, my my attorney, my, you know, uh, everything that I needed all came from there just because you knew that like you had like really unconditional support because it's almost just like, okay, like this guy will make sure that I'm taken care of because I know him on like a human level, which I would not have known him uh, unless we had, you know, been in a smaller community. Yeah. But uh, I feel that's what's a good thing about minor league hockey yeah. and these smaller towns, yeah. especially when there's a rink and you pick up a following oh, yeah, to yeah, play. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I remember going to Tulsa. My buddy went to college there. He went to U Tulsa, mm-hmm. and I, me, and my, me and his brother would go there on weekends, and we'd play at the the rink across from Best Buy there, Tulsa Ice Arena. Yeah, yeah, and which is still play, one of my favorites in Tulsa. Yeah, and yeah. we play uh, we play roller on the weekend at yeah. Hot Wheels or yeah. whatever, and then um, sometimes we there was one other rink too we'd go to. But it was just like, and everyone knew everyone. And oh, no, no, no. Yeah, super no. Cool but and, you had to act right or people just threw you out of it. Yeah. Because there wasn't. I, I feel like 
most people know, like, don't act like an idiot unless you just don't know. Well, well, so at, and at the end of the day, and I always, uh, I've talked about this a couple times on the podcast, but uh, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. But there's some people that are just cancers. So like one person playing can cause three people to stop. And if that happens enough time after time after time, like that person's a negative, you know? So right. it's like you have to, because at the end of the day, like ice rinks are hard enough to like keep up and pay for as it is. If people are stopping playing because one guy wants to go out and be however, like it, it ruins leagues. I've seen it ruin leagues, teams, like it just, and it's like literally one guy. Well, and I mean, you and I have talked about this. Sometimes if you see someone out there, you're like, yeah, fuck it. I'm not playing. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't care. I just drove 10 minutes up here. I don't yeah. want to fucking deal with that. Well, yeah. But there was a, so I was, a, I was the men's league director in Tulsa for a little bit. And there was a team that nobody wanted to play against because they acted a certain way, which I completely understood. But they, they, they just were like, no, we're not going to show up to these games. Like we are not going to show up like at what, because then you're actually kind of making a difference at that point. Cause a lot of these guys don't mind showing up and getting their penalties and whatever and going like some of these Matt guys. Taylor. Don't, don't care about winning. Yeah. Matt Taylor. Yeah, no, definitely Matt Taylor. <laughs> I've, I've, I've heard, though, and I never defend Matt Taylor, but I did hear that he has been, he has been I haven't heard anything. He hasn't been on a lot of the lists because, you know, there's lists everywhere. He hasn't like he's, uh, I don't know if he's getting older or uh, he's tired because he's has two kids or I don't know. He's, I think he's chilled down a little bit. Maybe he's stopping the long johns before the, this is, that, that also the that also might be the case. But I have never defended Matt Taylor on the show up until this point. So this is a uh, this is a big deal. It sounds good to me. Like we're over a year into this, and I, I've never said anything positive about him. Never. Uh, there's been no reason really. Yeah. Until well. until, until right now. Uh, but I wish he would have stayed around for a little bit. I thought we were going to get to chat with him. Uh, so we should give people an update on the uh, game since we two. are here. It is six to two. Uh, Dallas Warriors. Oh, Dallas Warriors, right? So, but that's Dallas Warriors all day. Wait, is this right? No, the white team's winning. But the home, oh, they got to switch. It's the third period, Adam. Well, they got to switch. So the guest, the guest is supposed to be, guest is supposed to be guest. So if you look, the home team is winning seven. So basically Adam thinks that his team's winning. No, well, I, I, I thought that for a second because the, the they're on the guest bench and then the Warriors are on the home bench. But uh, anyway, um, all right. Well, um, I think we're going to go ahead and uh, uh, call it a night. I think that the Patriots are going to go ahead and take this one. I four think and a half. Be, there's a five-goal lead. Yeah. Getting these. Uh, Only seven shots. You know, yeah, I think that, difference on the score. Yeah, um, I, I, I do. I do think that uh, obviously uh, Warriors are stacked. Uh, Corby has been cheating the whole time. Um, I'm going to go ahead and uh, stick to my guns, though. And the next time this happens, I'll root for. Uh, oh, hold on. Goal. Oh, that was good. All right. Well, hey, uh, Corby, uh, do you have anything else that you need to uh, uh, talk about? Any, anything you need to shout out? Yeah. Uh, any uh, you should you should do that now. Kind of a sad note. Um, yeah, no, it's okay. There was a staple person, um, awesome guy. Always had a smile on his face. Always really. Uh, was the uh, uh, Mac, Mac? Mac? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Staple at uh, LZ Odom Rec Center, and uh, yeah, and put put a lot of things in perspective the other day he uh passed away uh yeah he lost a big fight with cancer and uh cancer's terrible yeah so you know shout out to mac and rest in peace and um 
it's going to suck not seeing you at the rink or refing. So I gave him a lot of crap as a ref. But yeah. at the end of the day, we always were really cool. And uh, I don't know, just a great, great all-around guy. Um, yeah. Great family, great hockey family. Ryan, his uh, brother works up there. He's got another brother works up there. So, um, yeah, so uh, life short and... You know, just um, it's okay. Like, uh, I don't know. So like, that's not, cause that's not a negative shout out and it's a positive shout out. Um, but it's almost one of those, I'm still, I'm still new to this area. Um, but when things happen to somebody down here, it's almost just like, man, like there's a lot of people I know that know all these other people. So it's like, you're not the only person that I feel like is feeling, uh, feeling bad about, uh, uh kind of what happened there. But Yet again, it just kind of shows you how small uh, the community is down here because uh, there's a lot of people that are feeling, I feel like, the same way. And uh, I'm assuming that this person was uh, a great guy because, uh, I don't know, that's all, that's all I've heard, uh, heard so far. So, um, yeah, I'm sorry that happened. Oh, it's, it's, it's life, right? Well, yeah, and we, we all know it, but it's still just, uh, it's never easy. Yeah. Never easy. Um, all right, well... I guess I'm going to go ahead and do my shout out and mine's going to be pretty easy and pretty short, but uh, it's just going to be for the uh, Dallas Warriors and Fort Worth Patriots because they allowed us to uh, come, even though it's Mansfield rink, they didn't have to let me uh, kind of set up and, and do this. Everybody thing wins. Yeah, everybody. That's wasn't that like one of the best little shout outs? It was. It was, it, it, it was so like he it was it, like he didn't have to think about it and it was just honest. But that's how a lot of the podcast goes. It's just uh, people being honest for. Uh, moments at a time and them just being really good. You get a lot out of the shout outs, I feel like. Yeah. Like, and sometimes the, the best ones are just kind of uh, natural, but... Uh, like, he was just a quick... Oh, oh yeah. Wins. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, he, yeah, he's also, like, he teaches, hey, He teaches like, sniping. Game's not and, over yet, but like... Uh, yeah, I guess it's Whoa, not. really? Yeah, no, he's, like... Uh, no, like, he's, uh, he's, uh, he's a badass in a bunch of different ways, which is funny, because he's like, oh, I'm not good at hockey, but I can kill somebody from however many yards away, whatever Shout out to Crystal Valley, too, by being... He's deployed right now. Oh, I didn't know that. I think so. so. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, no, he's great. I, he's awesome. But yes, shout out to him too. Shout out to him. Uh, so yeah, shout out Dallas Warriors. Uh, shout out Fort Worth Patriots. Uh, shout out Corby Antropic. Um, you were going to be on the 50th uh, anniversary, yeah. but you had some car troubles. Yeah, about $4,000 later. Oh, no, I'm yeah. just kidding. I went that much. Oh, okay, it was close. Well, uh, as, long as, as long as it wasn't <laughs> that bad. Uh, but Corby, I just want you to know that you're uh, always welcome to come on the show. And um, I feel like this is, it's just always a good time. And sometimes I just... I use this almost selfishly as a, a time to get on it and talk with you. Yeah, man. Well, anytime. I'm, you know me. Yeah, I was about to say because uh, just got to figure out. We just got to figure out a schedule, and you, well, you have me a, a couple times. Well, sure you, the schedule's you, still good. yeah, you you have a family. I don't, so I just have to bother you all the time. But Whatever, uh, feel free, man. No, I I always do. I'm not afraid to bother you, Corby. But <laughs> uh, anyway, all right. Well, hey, uh, for everybody listening. Uh, uh, check out, we will try and uh, put some links down below, um, but check out uh, Dallas Warriors. Oh, another Dallas Warriors goal. So it's coming back. It's a three-game goal. Three goal well, uh, who knows what's going to happen now. Um, but either way, um, we'll send some links below, and uh, you should check out both these organizations. Uh, we've had a good time tonight. Don't you feel like yeah, we've at least yeah, had a good awesome. time uh, catching up and uh, you know just doing the whole thing? But uh, anyway, we have uh, episodes coming out every Thursday. You can check us out on iTunes. You can check us out on Spotify. Uh, you can check us out at faceoffspotpodcast.com. I'll say that one more time, faceoffspotpodcast.com. Uh, we appreciate everybody that listens, and we also appreciate all the veterans groups uh, when it comes down here as far as Lone Star Warriors, Dallas Warriors, and uh, Fort Worth Patriots. So we'd like to thank everybody for tuning in, 
All right. We'll catch you next Thursday. Later, guys.